The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match preview for Leeds United. Greatest team in the world. Saviors of the Premier League. The last true champions. Bastions of Bielsa Ball. Bielsa who is staying forever apparently. And uh, versus Chelsea. Um, the, the, the merchants of the lone army. Um, the oil rich stealers of trophies. Undeserved winners. Time after time after time by a, a mad Russian who's definitely dodgy as fuck. I feel, like, I feel like you said this on the reverse one, honestly. Have you not got anything better? No. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Oligarchies. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Never mind. And the sacrificial Lampard, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so my name's Adonis and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. And it's a very good hello from me and joining us to uh, discuss all of those talking points and more representing the roaring peacocks and the mighty whites is our mate Ryan. Hello. And the stranger in our midst, the apologizer for, um, a number of ill-gotten countless ill-gotten ills. <laughs> it's Dan from uh, Chelsea right. subreddit. Hello. Okay, so how is everybody? Where should we start? I'll start with you, Dan, I guess, because our listeners yeah. don't, don't know much about Chelsea. We try and uh, avoid that <clears throat> topic. I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, yeah, all good, mate, all good. Um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride, honestly. I think last time I was on here with you, um, we were obviously talking about the game beforehand, Won the game, top of the league, went down to ninth. Lampard got sacked, two calls in. Now we're fighting for fourth, and we've been unbeaten on eleven games. So, yeah, roller coaster ride. You were you were saying last time that Lampard is a great manager. You know, um, just give him time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You uh, you quoted me and everything, didn't you? Um, we were. <clears throat> I think we just had very recent experience of him being in the championship. Um, where yeah. he'd taken Derby from sixth to sixth, um, and uh, failed in the playoffs, and 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 then every time he went to a cup final or whatever, it was it was always turned out badly for him, and yeah. we just didn't think very highly of him at all. What's your opinion now? It's it's I suppose it's a bit of a mixed bag. So obviously, <clears throat> being on the Chelsea subreddit, um, you would have so many different opinions on it my own personal one would be i think as a lot of people would agree as well it's probably too soon and obviously we needed a manager we're going through the uh couldn't sign anyone phase it it did he's done a good he's done an okay job a good job okay job i suppose it's up for debate isn't it honestly because (laughs) you you can't necessarily say we went through obviously an fa cup final um obviously we ended up being sixth sixth ninth in the end following a bad run of games however it's a crazy season isn't it Mm. so you know but 
look where we are now. I'm, I'm quite happy. I think it'll probably be back in the future. Uh, you know, I think you'll do like a Mourinho. You'll come back for a second stint. I just hope that he's got a bit more experience and, uh, you know, becomes a better manager, perhaps. But, yeah, crazy. It's, Ryan, it's difficult. It's probably difficult for Dan because, you know, Lampard's a club legend. And although we hate him and them, they probably love him and themselves. <laughs> He's a fucking fraud. <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> There's no other way to describe him. Uh, the second think, coming of Frank. Well, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Because, um, you know, you, you look at someone like Stephen Gerrard, for instance. Obviously, he's gone and done wonders at Rangers. And I think sometimes it can be a flip of the coin where it could have easily been uh, a Stephen Gerrard. It could have been a Frank Lampard. I, I do think uh, being a premiership manager after a season with Derby, season a bit of Derby, it's, it's, it's too much, honestly. Um, but again, I'm a moderator of a subreddit, so what do I know? I don't, you know, I look at opinions. I mean, I would, I, I do feel a bit sorry for you, Dan, because I do actually genuinely like you as a human being. Um, <laughs> you did say that last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you're a sympathetic character as, as, as Chelsea fans go. Um, but the thing is with, with Chelsea all managers get sacked. Um, yeah. And, and with, with Rangers, with Gerrard and Rangers, that's, that's different to Derby as well, I think, because I think it's very easy to win the Scottish Premiership. <laughs> <laughs> he says when Celtic were on for the 10th there. Uh... <laughs> okay, um, let's look at some recent results then. Um, Ryan, West Ham 2, Leeds 0. Yeah, West Ham 2, Leeds 0. We started really well, didn't we? We got we got going the early doors. Um, two goals disallowed, one bit dubious. Uh, VAR again. Um, I, I think. I mean, that first twenty minutes just sums us up in London. I mean, two disallowed goals. Uh, concede a penalty, save the penalty, score from a rebound, and then give him a goal from a corner. <laughs> you know that, that's, that just sums that just sums us up sums London up and you know I, I mean we got to half time 2-0 and it's a, you're up a loser, fighting a losing battle uh, but I thought we, we, we played a lot better in the second half we could have and should have scored a couple of goals hmm. I think it's fair 65% possession 17 shots I mean you know, they're fifth in league as well, don't forget. 1,184 days without a win in London. Is there anything that we can do now to stop that? We've tried to break the curse doing a ritual when I Googled how to break a curse. Um, <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you go, uh, yeah, go lucky. First link, jump straight on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> It was a Wiccan ritual. It involved, um, yeah, an, incan an, in an incantation and uh, various steps in which you had to do the exact right things, otherwise it wouldn't work. Well, apparently I didn't do the right thing because it didn't work. Um, uh, I'm at a loss. A loss. It's just never-ending, isn't it? It's just, when, when is it going to end? Right. I, I just don't know. Well, Would you say that the loss against West Ham was worse than the loss against Arsenal? Because obviously West Ham are on decent form, aren't they? 
So the the four I mean, two against Arsenal compared to the two 0 against West Ham. Yeah, we, I, I mean we start we should, we could have been a couple of goals up in that first ten minutes against West Ham quite easily. We started really yeah. well, um, and then just imploded for twenty minutes, and then got going again. I mean we could have easily got a point out of it at least, mm. and if we'd have won the game, maybe. We missed, we missed a hat full of chances in that second half. I don't think it's any different for the players than it is for us. Like, after after those first two goals were... And then the penalty, it was just all of us, every single one of us was just like, no, it's London, it's not going to happen. And probably the players felt the same and you can't really blame them at this point, I don't think. Mm. I mean, yeah. three years without a win in London... We, the fans talk about, well, guilty of talking about it and and hamming it up. And the, the players we know talk about it. And yeah. so they've got it playing on their mind. But anyway, um, okay. Uh, so moving on. Chelsea 2, Everton 0, Dan. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good game. I think we've come off a, a run of some really decent form and some really good football as well. It sounds strange to say, but I see kind of a lot of similarities in the style of play that, uh, Thomas Tuchel has kind of put in compared to what Lampard, I suppose, wanted to put it in. Um, you know, we're playing from the back really well, and it's it's weird and wonderful to see some strange um, formations as well. Where I think one of the things that Chelsea fans always said is, "How are you going to put Mason Mount and and Kai Havertz in the same team?" Well, we went from obviously a strong performance against Liverpool to then swapping our team around for Everton. I think we made like five changes. And, you know, it was it was one of the few games this season where I've watched it and kind of thought, well, one nil up and I feel quite comfortable about it. So, yeah, it was a good performance. And generally, we've had some quite good performances um, for the past few weeks, actually. So, yeah, all good. OK, I've uh, I've never felt comfortable with Leeds one nil up. Ever. <laughs> no, <of course. laughs> Ever. That's the Elsa ball, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, that's just ever. <laughs> that's just Leeds. <laughs> yeah, that's just Leeds. <laughs> Ryan, have you ever felt comfortable when we've been 1 0 up? No, not a chance. Ever. Never. Um, so, just looking at the Chelsea stats, then you've had 66% possession. You've had 19 shots to Everton, seven. Mm. Everton are a good team. Um, well, they're currently the, the better team in Merseyside at the moment, aren't they? Right, yeah. <laughs> Some would say that's always been the case. It depends how you value <laughs> that, I suppose. Um, this terrifies me, to be honest. You've had 19 shots against Everton. And they're a very, very good team. Mm. Um, so has Tuchel turned you into a side that are going to win the league in the next couple of seasons? Is that what's happened? Has, no. Uh, it's quite stark, isn't it? Is this showing how bad Frank Lampard was? No. I think, uh, as you mentioned before, obviously, we, we go through managers and nice nice pressing buttons. Um, we, go, we go through managers and obviously that, that's just kind of our thing, honestly. Um, obviously, it works quite well. I think that uh, Tuchel's come in and you know for what he's a more experienced manager I think there's obviously no debate up for that I think he's just come in and looked and gone right while we're playing four at the back you've obviously got some pretty decent um, centre-backs there play three at the back 
um, play with your wing backs. So to kind of go back to a bit of a Conte style of football where, you know, after a loss at um, Arsenal, we just completely changed the system and just kind of blitzed it after that. So I think he's basically just trying to have a look at all the players we've got and fitting them into a team where it works. Um, so is there, is yeah, there a reason good. Lampard wasn't doing that? Lampard was trying to, you know, he, he was he was generally trying to. But what I would say, though, obviously, like, drushing, drushing aside, um, <laughs> silly little things like um, playing out from the back, for instance, is that if you kind of watch under Lampard, it was very much kind of play straight down the wings and, you know, don't kind of go from there, don't deviate, get it across to James, and then he would tend to cross it in. Under Tuchel, I think that the players have been given a bit more freedom of where they can actually play more easy balls and actually keep it maybe dribble past the player because that was always one thing that I thought was a bit strange is where if a player was under pressure when playing out from the back they might just get rid whereas obviously against Everton the amount of times Jorginho would just turn 360 get away from two players and then we're playing it through the middle it's just it's simple but a different style of football but even kind of using the same frameworks though so it's good it's great to watch but even though you've mentioned about the 19 shots we don't seem to be that clinical though unfortunately that's the only problem Okay, well, turned up a little bit there. They're not very clinical, Ryan. That's good. That, um, yeah, that'll do us. <laughs> yeah. So the reverse fixture then. Um, very unfair, I thought, to allow crowds in. Um, I, I do think crowds make a big difference, especially the LMO crowd, uh, which won't be in. So, uh, yeah, bit of an unfair advantage there, I think. Um, there was some... Weird reaction to Lorente. I feel like there's some sort of um, Cockney mating call that was going. I don't know what it was. We'll ask Dan to explain that in a second. Um, uh, so Perveda was tripped up in the area, didn't go down. Could have been a penalty if he did. Should have been. Um, there was a, an attempt cleared off the line from Rafinha. Um, so loads of chances for Leeds and actually at the start, a, a perfect ball from Calvin Phillips to uh, Patrick Bamford. I mean, inch perfect. You couldn't have put it better. And and Bamford skipped round Mendy and scored. I don't think much happened after that in the game. Yeah. Ryan, what were your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think... You know, you've summed it up pretty well. We, we had plenty of chances in that game. <laughs> um, 2,000 screaming Chelsea fans. Got a clue what that were about. You know, we were in game. And it right up until death, really, wasn't it? I think they scored in injury time. Again, we conceded from a set piece, I think, in that game as well. It was it were fairly open game. Chances for either side. So, yeah. Looking forward to the next one. Okay, Dan. Well, I suppose I'm going to have a bit of a different view, aren't I? Um, right. Yeah. Obviously, the Bamford goal—that that was delicious. That was a that, that pass. I remember just looking at it, kind of going, "Yeah, you know, you, you've got to applaud that. Lovely goal." Right. We're forgetting about the the Werner <laughs> clearance off the line. We'll just stop you there, and then that that was good. That was good. I like that. But yeah, so obviously the Bamford goal was really good. Um, I think Werner managed to clear it off your line after Giroud managed to maybe inch it in. I think I remember that as well. So that was that was nice of Werner, wasn't it? To, to prevent the equaliser to begin with. You gave us that. To be fair, you gave us that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. Um, it was because obviously I wanted to keep to my prediction. That's why. 
about right. the Giroud and Bamford score. So they knew. They knew right. that we had to skip to that. Um, but yeah, no, but then I will say as well, so even though Vernon cleared it off the line, I think he had a, a fair few decent chances as well. So even though maybe you're saying it was quite even, I think we could have perhaps maybe put four or five away. We, we, had, a, we had a good game against yourselves. So, you know, it was probably one of the better games under Lampard, um, which is surprising, isn't it, really? Considering. Well, Frank, Frank will have been right, getting his boys raring to go f- to go up against Bielsa, won't he? You know, mm. I think I think after that, your form nose dived. I think I do believe. Yeah, it was the uh, yeah. the effect. The yeah, Bielsa burnout that happens yeah. to other teams. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, we did we did beat Derby home and away, and away again. And and we were singing a song about Frank Lampard. So I think he's been quite riled up by our fans. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was definitely fired up for that. And so were Chelsea. From my perspective, he played a medium block against us, a medium low block. You allowed us to play it around at the back between our defenders. And then you, then you, then you sort of stopped us being able to um, progressed the ball upfield, and our midfield weren't coming back enough to collect it and and yeah. and get those triangles moving up the pitch. That is the way to play against Bielsa ball, and uh, I thought it was actually a master master class of a performance as to how to as to how to beat us, how to beat our system. Um, he's obviously Lampard's obviously got something in. In him, you know, he's got like a little nail in the in his side, chipping his shoulder against us, and he's put in probably more work um, than anybody than for anybody else to to try and beat us, and that's exactly the way to do it. You know, Bielsa, the whole Spygate thing, he he did a whole presentation on how to beat Derby. <laughs> so this has got to him, and it would get to anybody. Um, so I thought you did very well, um, very well. I say through gritted teeth. Well, that, that must be yeah, must, must have been tough for you. <laughs> <laughs> Very diplomatic. Do, 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 you feel, do you feel like do you feel like you're, you're at AA meeting where it's just kind of you come out and it's just like yeah, I haven't I haven't had a drink for a long time now and it's, yeah, it's very tough to say. Yeah, well done, well done, Adonis. Well done. I haven't said anything nice about an opposition team in a while. Yeah. <laughs> You can, you can change the sign now. Zero days until I've uh, said nice things about an opposition team. Right. Well, there you go. Okay, so some team news. Oh, firstly, can you address this cat call thing? What's that all about? Yeah. The noise well, that you it? make when when Lorente got the ball. If I remember rightly, wasn't it? Didn't Lorente perhaps dive or go down quite easily after some challenges, I think? I'm not talking about that. I'm specifically talking about the noise that your fans make. Context, context. Right. So I think he, he went down quite easily. So I think um, everyone was doing some form of sounds. I can't even remember. But, right. in, you know, making making comments about that, I believe. If you can't explain it, that actually looks good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, it sounded like some, you know... There's a werewolf movie or something, and they've and they've they've got some extras, and they said, you know, just try and make a, a werewolf noise or whatever. Yeah, 
Because that, normally that's on the signs outside Stamford Bridge, honestly. Um, right. Know, pretend that you're in Michael Jackson Thriller and right. uh, yeah. make, make some noises. Make some noises. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, team news then. Ryan, do you do you did you watch the? I've seen. Yeah, I've picked up a few bits from press conference. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, it's all looking pretty positive at the minute for us, isn't it? Um, players coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Berardi were back last week, so this week we're looking at um, just Pablo and Strike. I think. Okay. Cock. Cox back fit, but I think he's going to play in the 23s Monday. Yep. So Cox out. Right. Um, I think that's about it. I think Cox in. Cox in, yeah. Cox in the under-23s. Cox in the under-23s. And Shaq's as well, Shackleton. I think he's he's fit. So um, we're looking like we're looking healthy towards the back end of the season, hopefully, touch wood. Fantastic. And we we probably need it. So um the lineup then is probably going to be Melier, Alios. Oh, yeah, Melier, Alioski, Cooper, Lorente, Ailing, Phillips, uh, with Dallas in the middle, Rodrigo, Harrison on the left, Rafina on the right, and Patrick Bamford up front. Dan, have you got some team news for Chelsea? Yeah, I think the only person that's injured is probably Tammy Abraham. I think he's out with an ankle injury, but then we haven't. Well. Thomas Tuchel hasn't actually been playing him at all. So we've, we've basically got our core team available. Okay. Yeah, um, you, you seem really wounded by not having Abraham, given that you've got, you know, Werner, Havertz, Olivier Giroud. Yeah. Zayesh as well. You know, all, all these different players available. Right. Mm. Oh, that oil money must be so good, mustn't it? <laughs> so predicted Chelsea lineup then. Um, same same as you played against Everton, is it? Yeah, potentially. But then it's very tough to say because I would have said that we would have had the same lineup for the, the team that we put out against Liverpool, against Everton. Um, so I would envision there being some changes. I, I think uh, Thiago Silva's fit. And Christensen has been playing well. So I think you'll probably find that we'll have Thiago, Christensen and Aspilicueta at the back. And then it's very up for debate about who we would have, especially up front, honestly. I think Werner's probably nailed on to start. And you'll probably find Jorginho and Kante, uh, Kante in the middle. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it will be whatever Thomas Kuchel's thinking about that day, you'll probably go with. Okay, and ref watch then, uh, Kevin Friend. Are you a friend of Kevin, Dan? I can't even remember the last game he officiated for Chelsea, honestly. But then he's a friend of any ref at the moment. Right. No yeah. friends. No friends. No friends. Mm. Ryan? Friends? Ref? Friends. Do no, refs have friends? No, no, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> That's it. He looks Lion a bit of another friends. I've just looked him up. He looks a bit of a smug, smug bastard. Yeah, um, oh, there he is. He's got smashed in the face. Oh, no, he collapsed at, at Bournemouth. Better be nice to him. <laughs> 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 and Anthony Taylor as VAR. So Great. there you go. <clears throat> I guess it could be worse. It could be Mike Dean again. I like Mike Dean. 
it gives it gives a bit of uh, energy to the game, doesn't it? No. No, I don't believe referees should be performance artists. <laughs> no, I suppose not. Seen and not heard, only when needed. Right here. So we've looked at team news. We've talked about injuries and players coming back. We've looked at predicted lineups. We've had the ref watch. We've tried to diagnose Chelsea's weird werewolf cat calls. And we've looked at recent results and the reverse fixture in general. You should have everything you need, possibly could need, to make a informed match preview score prediction. So, Dan, you are the only person to get five points, basically maximum points out of this for the whole of the season. Yeah. I, I should have retired beforehand, shouldn't I? I should have declined coming on again and just, uh, <laughs> just kept that clean sheet. Right, yeah. In fact, one of the only people to actually score positive points. Um, <laughs> most people get zero. Um, there's been a f- there's been a few. Alex got one point every now and then. Anyway, if you are new to this and you don't know how this works, this is how it works. It's a preview prediction. You get one point for the correct result. So a win, draw, or a loss. You get two extra bonus points for predicting the exact scoreline. You get an extra point for goal scorers predicted. But to stop you gaming the system and naming every team, every player in both teams, you get minus one point for every incorrect goal scorer you name. So, Dan, with all that in mind, what is your preview prediction? Right. I'm going for 2-1 Chelsea. We haven't conceded that many goals recently. I think Rudiger uh, and someone else skips my mind are the only people to score past us. However, as I mentioned in the last game, I've got a feeling that Bamford will always be up for it. Um, so I'm going for 2-1 Chelsea with Bamford to score for you guys. And I'm going to keep the Chelsea scorers clear just to try and savour my points, you see. He's very good at this game. There you go. Very good. Not naming any goal scorers. Um, okay, Ryan? I'm going to go 2-1 Leeds. And I'm going to stick with Bamford as well. Oh. And this Chelsea run's got to come to an end soon, hasn't it? So, fingers crossed it's this weekend. Yes, we've lost two in a row. And Chelsea are unbeaten in, what was it, 11? 11, yeah. But- that has to end. You can't keep that going forever. Yeah, especially when we've only conceded two goals out of those 11 as well. Mm. But yeah, 2-1 leads. It could happen, couldn't it? Could happen. Could. I, I would like more, to be honest. Four or five, I'd like. Yeah. Really drew me <laughs> home. And uh, 10-1. 10-1 leads. That's 10-1. We have won 25-1 leads. We have won 10-1. Um, I think it was in... In the seventies, maybe in the was in, in Europe. London? Oh, in, in Europe. Okay. Yeah, I think we beat Oslo or someone like that. If yeah. we've got we've got a guy called LEFC Stats, and he has all of this uh, in his photographic memory. He's got it all on hand. Um, so we we're really missing him for this. Okay. The rain, the rain man of Leeds statistics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the shaman. In, spe- in spectacles, the bespectacled shaman. 
Okay, boys, uh, just enough time then for some final thoughts. Ryan? Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this weekend, really am. Uh, I'd just like i like us to get an early goal, and I think that it benefits us so much when we do score early. And I do think that we are going to win, definitely. I have, I'm so confident this weekend, and I'm never normally confident going into uh, these bigger games, should we say, you know, against rivals who we don't particularly like. Were you confident against West Ham? Yep. <laughs> Just checking. Oh. <laughs> okay, Dan. Final well, thoughts? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be confident too then if, uh, if you're confident going into the West Ham. Um, yeah, well, again, we've had some really good form um, and I think uh, we'll always kind of be up for, for playing you that was so. Um, we won't be ending our unbeaten form um, this weekend and we'll definitely not be conceding two goals. So, I am confident also. Okay. And I was confident for West Ham. And so I am now no longer able to be confident for anything ever again. I mean, I should have known better. (laughs) The London Stadium. We were never going to win in the London Stadium. I mean, (laughs) on the name alone. Okay, if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can check us out at uh, Peacock's Row on Twitter and uh, tell your friends about us. We're just the little new newborn of League United uh, podcasts. Um, so any help that you could uh, do to spread the word and pass the peacock would be very much appreciated. Subscribe on YouTube, give us a comment, tell us your score predictions and enjoy the game. My name is Adonis and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter and it's a very goodbye from me. And uh, Ryan Wignall one, that's your uh, tag one. on yep. Twitter, isn't it? So it was a very yep. goodbye from Ryan. Bye-bye now. And uh, Dan, have you got a, a Twitter tag as well? Yes, at Dan Wellsing. Right, that's 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 great. Uh, so, all so you need. Very good, very good, very goodbye from Dan as well. See you later. Come on, Leeds! Leeds, yeah. Leeds, Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> Just come on, Leeds! Just be <clears throat> him! Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Clifford Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends.